Hey, it's Mikhail Woodward, the beer ambassador, talking about the world of craft beer here on KUCI and other places every Tuesday at 5. Um, I'm actually sitting in the tasting room of Last Name Brewing Company in Upland, California. And uh, I'm sitting, if you're watching this on YouTube, which you can do by the way, then you're going to see everybody who's in the screen. But I've got Andy behind my shoulder, uh, who's the one of the owners uh, and uh, um, co-founders. And then uh, we have uh, Ryan the Brewer and Spencer who's in marketing. And next to me is my really good friend uh, from Stella Davina. And her name is Sarah. She goes by SJ as well. Um, and the reason we're on the show today and having all of them together, so they're kind of going to rotate in and out on the show, is that they're talking about the uh, festival that's coming up this weekend called uh, Local Global Flavor. How, how do you say that? Global I Flavor. I don't know. I'm going to get everything wrong. So you just Global Flavor. I think it's when I see the, the, the flyer. It says Local Flavor. It says Taste Local. Taste, taste local, local. Taste Global. I think that throws me off a little bit. <laughs> so uh, Global Flavor Festival, right? Yeah. So we're going to start with, with you, Sarah, and get going. And if the guys want to stay here or come back, we're going to rotate in and out. We'll and uh, We'll be back. Cool. <laughs> so um, tell us, uh, first of all, you, you've been on the show before we talked on how you started with Stella Davina and you had this idea. And put that in a nutshell really quick, how you got started with Stella Davina. So um, I've been doing Stella Davina coasters for about eight years now. And uh, I actually came up with the idea because my mom's best friend, she was a big craft beer lover. She was a home brewer, so was my mom. Yeah. And uh, she saved all of her bottles for many different special occasions. And she wanted to do something with the labels. And so I took all of her bottles that were important to her one year. And I peeled all the labels off and I made her coasters for Christmas. And so I made her about 70 different craft beer label coasters. And so it was like a super good hit as a Christmas gift and that's you know where it started eight years ago and then since then I've gone on to do this full time. I make coasters for various breweries. My coasters are here in Last Name Brewing and get to Avery Brewing in Colorado and Troves in Pennsylvania. So um, it's been pretty cool that you know it just turned from a creative idea to do something nice for somebody to you know a, a niche market yeah. of handmade art that is you know incorporating your favorite beer labels and something that you use every day. Yeah it's quality stuff. It's really quality stuff. Um, so let's let's jump or leapfrog actually from Stella Davina you had this idea you, you do festivals all the time like I do festivals all the time and then you decided you know I want to kind of you know put my hat in the in the ring and, and do yeah, an idea so for definitely. I festival. think you know you and I have some of the best ideas because you and I we see festivals every day so we yeah. know all the best stuff that's going on there and we and, talk you know, about all this for a we, long time we chat all the time about oh I saw this here and you saw that there and so I do a lot of stuff with event planning committees on different chambers of commerce and stuff so you know I do stuff with Village Venture I also do stuff with uh, there's a new brew and barbecue coming up at Rancho Santa Ana Botanic Garden in January so I do a lot of event planning stuff and so I find myself here helping Priceless Pets and a couple other nonprofits put together this really fascinating fundraising event that's going to be bringing a lot of people to historic downtown Pomona, which is a really cool spot that many people haven't been to since back in the day. So I'm excited about that. So then that that uh, kind of steamrolled into doing the global... Yeah, so basically um, global flavor, it's like a taste your way around the world experience. And so you can try food, beer, and wine from different countries. And so it's not just like a beer fest where it's your typical, like there's a lot of tents and just different beers to try. There's also food incorporated, which I'm really excited about. I'm excited about that Very too. Very excited. So you're going to have like beer, unlimited beer, <laughs> wine, and food. Yeah, exactly. And so the idea behind what you were talking about earlier, the taste local, taste global, the idea is to be able to try, you know, international foods that are made in local restaurants in your backyard. So you can try something new without even leaving town. I love it. I mean, I, it's awesome. 
So you got this whole thing going together. So now it's going to be this Saturday um, in downtown historic Pomona. Is that exactly, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So this Saturday, the event's going to be taking place from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. in historic downtown Pomona. It's in the Antiques District, which is a really cool area. There's a lot of cool historic buildings and storefronts in the area, and it has like a very cool vibe with you know brick buildings, things like that, yeah. murals on the wall. And uh, it's going to be really fun because it's like a taste your way around the world experience. So we have Ethiopian food, we have tamales, we have Eritrean food, there's going to be vegan Mexican food, there's going to be all kinds of interesting different restaurants. There's food collaborations going on as well. Um, Blenderhead Ice Cream out of Orange County, they're actually going to be making a Pomona Queen ice cream, especially for the event. I want to try that one for sure. It's going to be so good. Did you try yeah. your Pomona Queen beer yet? I didn't. That was going to kind of wait. Later. You know? well, when you try, um, you can think about how it's going to be as an ice cream. Yeah. I will. So yeah. that's going to be a really cool collaboration. Um, there's going to be handmade artists. So obviously I'll be there with my coasters. We have different handmade artists from Pomona and Claremont and the surrounding area that do different kinds of, you know, there's a women's fashion. There's going to be dog-related stuff. Oh, Priceless Pets is, uh, let me give you guys the, um, a little bit of background. So the nonprofits are Priceless Pet Rescue, which is based in Claremont. There's the YWCA, the San Gabriel Valley, the Friends of the Pomona Library, and the Pomona Valley Art Association. So cool. the four different nonprofits, they each have like someone from their group doing collaboration with, you know, uh, marketing and event stuff. And so Priceless Pets, they're going to be bringing their animals that are for adoption out at the event to meet all of the guests. Awesome. So how fun. You can be drinking beer, drinking wine, and hanging out with a bunch of animals. Animals, yeah, you might, might you might take, might take one take home. home. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's cool. That works out as a good concept. Yeah. Um, then uh, so it's going to be this Saturday, the twenty second yeah, of Saturday, September, from noon to four. And you can you guys need to come and check it out. And there's uh, like I said, there's is it thirty plus breweries. Yeah, like there's going to be a mix of uh, breweries, wineries, there's gin, there's going to be, uh, hopefully we might even get some meat in, I'm still waiting to hear back on That'd some be nice. people that uh, have, you know, haven't gotten back quite yet, but That's there's okay. some definite... Well, you're going to have, basically what you're saying is there's a, a an array an of array. drinking... Uh, uh, Pairings, right? So you oh, can yeah. you can decide, and, and and this is good for couples who you know sometimes people don't like beer, they like wine. You can try it, or if you want a little uh, maybe a little shot before you start getting your beer or whatever. Exactly, yeah. and you know there's going to be really fun pairings going on. Like for example, the Rookery Ale House in Pomona. Yeah. They have a historic storefront in the downtown. Very cool. I mean, this building it has all the original stuff out of the 1880s. Really cool spot. They are going to be pairing up different foods to match with different beers. So awesome. they're doing like a really cool food pairing and. And that's going to be like all unlimited samplings as well, so that's going to be really fun. There's also another cool collaboration at the Rescue Brewery. They're also out of Upland. They make dog treats out of their spent breeds. So they're going to be bringing all their dog treats out, so you know the dogs and prices pets, and uh, from the rescue can have some spent green dog treats. So there's a, basically it's all all the family. You can, it sounds like it'll be a pet friendly. Uh, uh, atmosphere as well, right? So um, people yeah, can you, this, you can't bring the dogs. Oh, you can't bring them. The Just you can take them. Take Don't them. bring them, but you can take them. Exactly. Okay, that's what you I was trying to get. Take home a new friend. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, in future years, it will be dog friendly. But this year, just gotcha. the price of pets. Well, this is an inaugural, and you guys are trying to find your feet and what's going to be happening. So yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. exciting. I'm excited about these collaborations between many different local businesses, breweries, restaurants. I mean, so many places have come up with great ideas. We have um, restaurants from downtown Pomona. There's a new place called Fuego, and they are Cuban-Mexican fusion. They're going to be participating. So there's going to be just a lot of really cool things to check out. I'm really excited. That's awesome. Uh, I, I know that uh, 
I'm just excited for you because this has been a, a you know, you and I had a similar idea for some fast and we talked about it and then you made this happen. And uh, I just have to take my hat off to you. I'll do that on camera. <laughs> that, uh, that you were able to take a concept and make it happen. And I, I, I hope well, that it goes on for many years. Well, it's good to have friends like you, you know, because when we have friends like you, it's good because then you always have friends that you can bounce ideas off of, go to for advice and feedback. So I think when we have, you know, good people like this in our lives, it's really, you know, you can make things happen when you have people that, you know, want to hear about your ideas and, you know, help you make them better. So yeah. I have to thank you, well, too, for always supporting my ideas. You know, anytime I call you, ask you about beers, you know, posters, festivals, you've always been, you know, definitely a big supporter. Yeah. Well, thank you for the compliment, but I, I love that... Uh, you're a good friend there, and that kind of idea, and that you can you've found old, old and new friends through this whole festival, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, you know, it's, it's just amazing how many different people come together. And I mean, last name brewing, we've been friends for many years. You know, they were my first coaster customer when I moved to California. Oh, I wasn't aware East of that. Coast. Yeah. So oh wow. We've had a relationship for at least six years. I've been in California six years now, so it's it's pretty cool. And then there's a lot of different like chamber people involved as well. A lot of interesting volunteers from the nonprofits. So we've met a lot of different people, and a lot of people have met each other that wouldn't necessarily have met each other. So yeah. I'm really excited about all these just different collaborations that have happened. Awesome. So we're going to talk about it later, but I want to mention it now since you guys have been listening in this part of the show, that uh, if you want to get tickets, where can they get tickets? You at? can get tickets online at globalflavorfest.com. I'm going to get that down, globalflavorfest.com. Um, and, and so they can go find tickets there for Saturday. Yeah, exactly. You uh, can check there, the Facebook there, event too. I wasn't paying attention. Is there a VIP in our general? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's VIP in general. VIP, they get um, an extra hour yeah. of early admission as well. So as at noon is VIP. Noon is VIP. General's at 1. 1 p.m. is general admission. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, we have a really exciting DJ. She's coming in from Israel, actually. Her name really? is DJ Mirav. Oh, does, I'm excited um, now. Global beats. I know. I know you'd be excited that we have a tribe member coming in for this. It's very exciting. Yeah. She does us. Uh, Right between the holidays, too. I know, this is I awesome. Know. <laughs> so she does like this really cool music where she blends like global beats and, yeah. and sounds with like American music that we know the words to and dance to. So That's cool. you can get that like you know when you're drunk, I if you I have... sing the words to something you know, yeah. but with some international vibe. I wonder if I have her CD like an old. I think I might have an old mix thing in, in my car. I have to go check and see if that's her you or not. Have to check, yeah. But it's cool, like because this is actually the day before Sukkot that we're going to be doing this, and that's I think that's kind of cool. I think it's very exciting, absolutely. So you really literally have an international flavor. Of, of of food and uh, of culture is going to oh, be. Oh yeah, and of beer too, because you know I have, everyone's trying to bring out their you know their Belgians, their saisons, their sours. You yeah. know I put all the different breweries. It's the best chance to you know show off some of these <laughs> different international styles that you make, and also for people to know that you can have a great Belgian beer right here in your backyard. Yes, that's very true. Um, so I'm excited about that, but tell, tell people where they can find Stella Divina too if they want to order your Oh, so your you can get Stella Divina coasters online at StellaDivina.com. We go out to all the major beer fests. We'll be set up on Saturday at Global Flavor. Um, you can find us after that. Let me tell you, Boulder City Art in the Park, the first weekend of October, if you have any listeners that are in the Vegas area. And then I'm going to be after that at uh, Pineson Park in Santa Barbara on October 20th, as well as Burbank Beer Festival on October 20th. And then the last weekend of the month, I'll be at Adventuring Claremont. It's a really, really, really big craft show that comes here every year. They get like over a hundred thousand shoppers. So cool. every weekend in October, basically, you can find me somewhere if you need to do some Christmas shopping, pick up gifts, or you know, just come out and yeah, enjoy your favorite beer. Or for Hanukkah or whatever. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. So, uh, is there anything you want to say before I get to someone else and we kind of bring you back about uh, either Stella Divina or Global 
flavor fest. Is that exactly. it? I got it right. Global flavor, you got Ooh, it. I got a global flavor. Basically, I'm really excited. You guys should all come out and hang out soon. We'd like to see you this weekend. Uh, global Flavor is taking place from 12 to 4 on September 22nd. You can get tickets online at globalflavorfest.com. Tell your friends, especially your friends that like dogs, beer, and wine, so we can meet some new friends and get ready to taste your way around the world. Oh, and, and I'm going to just give you a little push as well. If you want to do custom uh, stuff or you have old labels or anything that, even your own artwork, then, uh, then, then Sarah will make make those custom for you too. Oh yeah, you can send me your logo, send me you know wedding pictures. We do custom coasters, so everything. I mean, yeah. I do baby shower coasters. We do a lot of people's like real estate logos, you name it, whatever you want, we can put on a coaster. That is so cool. So we're gonna bring in uh, Ryan, I think, right? Is that? Ryan. I think Ryan's gonna come in, and, and he's the brewer here at uh, at. at uh, I wanted to call it the other one, but last name Bruin. They used to be called something else. Formerly Dale. Formerly, yeah, former the formerly Dale brothers. I don't think they're paying attention. So I'm going to tell Sarah to go get Ryan. Well, I'm going to actually, I'm going to show you if you're looking on camera and you guys can hear that. What's nice about being in a brewery is you can see those beautiful beers that uh, that. Oh, we're going to do Andy next. That we that we that we can talk about. I don't know. We're doing Ryan or Andy. It's up to you guys. I don't know. But okay, we got Andy. So. Andy, you uh, you were formerly known as Dale Brothers. Yeah. Do we do we want to talk about that or just skip it over and go right right to what we're doing with last name now? Oh my God, what can we talk about with okay. Dale Brothers? That hasn't can, been said, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, it uh, hasn't been on my show, so I don't know. I'm if you sorry. Wanna... I'm sorry. We had to change oh, no. the name. Yeah, I, I know a I, lot I, of you are still sore so, about so that. So let's just say this. I I know it's a big controversy. Um, we don't have to get into all the details, but. I was surprised you had to go, you guys, your last name is Dale, yes, right? Yes, it is. You and your brother opened up a brewery, right? Yep. And uh, and you called it Dale Brothers. Right. But then there was another company that has a, a beer, Dale's Pale, right? I think that was what it was, that there was a conflict of confusion or interest. Or there was like uh, some confusion, yes. Okay, so, yes. so uh, that's for people who don't know, and this is how many years ago? Uh, let's see, we ended up actually changing the name two years ago. Two years, so, okay. Yeah. So two years ago, you guys decided to go with last name because Dale was your last name? That's, uh, th that had something to do with it, yeah. yeah. My, my dad's last name and my grandfather's and my yeah, grandpa. Okay. So you guys are like, it's the last name, <laughs> now you're the last name in brewing. So let's, we'll put right. this in a positive spin. Yeah. Come and on, jump on in here, my friend. So, um, so tell me, when, when did Dale Brothers, when, or, or now last name brewing yep. company, when did you guys open? We opened, so my brother actually started the brewery, um, and he actually uh, delivered his first keg in 2003 into, uh, into Claremont, okay. and, uh, and was a sole proprietor for a number of years, and then I joined the business, and my wife joined the business in 2007, okay. and then we started expanding from there, and then we were in a different facility back then, so we were in a little place down in another part of Upland, yeah. and moved here in 2012. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, we needed more so, space. Tell people about the brewery here. You got a, a sizable beer garden outside the front door, which is really nice. Um, and then you've got the nice tasting room area and, and overflow here, and then the brewery. So, how many square feet do you have here? We have 8,200 square feet total, uh, and we probably have about 4,000 square feet of total tasting room area when we uh, when we throw in the back. And actually, that's where a lot of people want to sit because. That's where all the tanks are, and yeah. where all the beers being. Oh, and, and so I, I'm you can watch the brewers like walking around and yeah. doing stuff. So we're out here at a high top, and there's the bar. But back there, you get the picnic tables like you do out front. It's kind of just uh, more of a kind of a 
if you're in Europe, you're going to sit down with other people yeah. and hang out. And, and More of a beer garden kind of feel to yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, and yeah, we got very lucky with the uh, with our patio outside. Our, our uh, landlord uh, really wanted to work with us, and so they just let us take over this common area and put in a patio with them. We've got hops growing up the side of the building. Yeah. And so, Beautiful. yeah, it's it's. They got to be at least 20, almost 30 feet tall. They get to 30 feet tall. They crawl, let's see, it's a 22 foot roof and they go up and over and onto the roof where I assume they perish from. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't uh, harvest them at all? We do, um, but there's, (laughs) you may be surprised, but this isn't a great region for growing hops. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, so there's only been one year where they were really usable. You can use them as decoration. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, I, I know that you were a home brewer first. Yes, I was. So, you and your brother used to brew beer together? We did. And uh, as a matter of fact, our first uh, our first uh, ribbon came in 19, 1990 or something like that really? at the uh, wow. Los Angeles County Fair. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we made a plum mead that we had actually completely lost track of for like two years. And so, therefore, it was at its absolute best. Put it into competition and came home with a, with a ribbon. That's awesome. And now my ribbon is a complete mess because I spilled beer on it when I was home brewing and with friends and that's, you know, you know. That's the way it should be. Yeah, now exactly. You frame it like that. Home you know brewing is not a yeah, it's not a neat this business. This is not a clean no. sport. No, no, it isn't. No. <laughs> it's a tasty sport though. It certainly is. And I give you a workout for sure. <laughs> um, so what was you said your brother started the company first, yep. and then you joined in. What was the impetus to jump from home brewer to professional brewing? You know, I think we always had uh, dreams or aspirations, and we actually, during the first wave of, of uh, microbrewing uh, back in the 80s and uh, 90s, we were actually looking at doing a brew pub at various locations, and I was actually living in Boston at that point. So we were looking at different locations in the Northeast and also in, in Southern California and everywhere in between. Uh, and so we kind of always had those aspirations. Um, we talked about it, we almost did it a couple of times. And then of course the bottom fell out of that, that boom. And then- uh, I know how that is. Yeah. If people are listening, you probably don't know, but I tried to open a brewery with a partner who, who's, who's uh, God rest his soul has long since passed. But in 2006, we tried to open up a brewery. Okay, gotcha. And then the housing market put the kibosh on there. Yeah, well, actually, we found that, uh, yeah, the housing market uh, going going south, uh, people got a little bit depressed, and um, actually, it was great for sales. It was great. Yeah, great Yeah, if you were already in business. Yeah, but yeah. if you're trying to get money to open, <laughs> small business went down after that, people, too. Yeah, people uh, drink beer when they're happy, yeah. and they bring yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I tell people, uh, I've learned this from my dad, but also, I think, uh, Rich, rich uncle, poor uncle, whatever, that guy, um, I can't remember his name. I think that basically they say whether it, whether it's booming or you're in a, re- a recession or a depression, people are always going to spend money for entertainment, right. for alcohol, and for transportation. I think you can throw Ben and Jerry's on there too. Yeah, yes. ice cream. Yeah, ice there cream. you go, yeah. What, which is yeah. a good segue to yeah. that there's going to be... Uh, Pomona Queen ice cream. Uh, there certainly is. There is. Or so I hear. So are yes. you drinking Pomona Queen? I am. This so is, let's try this that. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. You okay. Can, you can now. I'm gonna say this is a, a really nice uh, light kind of. Uh, it's kind of a brownish amber color. Yep. Um, and uh, unfortunately, it's been sitting here, so you don't see a head on my on my thing if you're watching this on YouTube. But uh, it's got some nice 
Come like, on. See, I went right for the dive. You want? Yeah, but I got sorry. some nice notes of, of toffee, caramel on the top, and the and you come in. Oh, that's smooth. That's really nice. Yeah. So, and, is, am I jumping the gun? Was it going to be Ryan that's telling us about Pomona Queen, or you are? I can tell you about Pomona Queen if you want. But, okay. Uh, yeah. So this was actually the original beer. My, actually, so my brother came up with this recipe, and and your uh, brother's name? Kurt. Kurt. Kurt Dale. Kurt and Andy. Yep. And. Okay. Uh, this was his uh, original recipe that he was making as a home brewer. And so we kind of had different ways of home brewing. And so he was more of a person that worked on recipes and tried to and perfect them and do all that. Whereas I was all over the place. You yeah. know, I see I see a recipe in a, in a book and, you know, some kind of weird porter or whatever. And that's the next beer I made. Um, and so I was all over the map. Uh, Kurt uh, worked on this one for years, and um, as a matter of fact, I, it was the first beer he tried to make when he actually went onto a professional system. Um, but rather than being about 5% alcohol, uh, his efficiencies um, went up dramatically, really? and yes, and it ended up being like 9% or something wow. like that. Yeah, that one didn't get sold. Because you get a drink here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's more like, like oh, drink that one. Yeah, um, more like shots. Was it part of the ABC? They were trying to hit an actual thing and for him to be able to sell Oh, it? no, no. It just uh, ceased to be a uh, Pomona Queen. Uh, oh, I so, see. Yeah, when, I got yeah. you. It became a different... Yeah. It became an imperial yeah. Pomona Queen. It'd be a little warm. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So, um, this actually started as a homebrew, and now it's like been one of your flagship... Beers. Oh, it is the flagship beer. For, yeah. And, uh, you know, we are... We're kind of weird in the, in the whole Southern California scene. And that we really started uh, making exclusively lager beers, um, and it really wasn't until we opened up our tasty room that it was like, you know what, we really need to start yeah. making some IPAs because they, you know, they're in such demand, and yeah. we need we need something from that. Uh, so this is truly a, category. This is truly an amber lager, then. Certainly, is, yep. Okay, so you're yep. using the lager yeast because that's why it's so clean on the backside. Yep. And uh, actually, you know what? Why don't we get Ryan over here to talk about lager? Yeah, Ryan, come jump bit. in yeah, before yeah. we. Come on, come on. We won't get rid of Andy. Yet. We'll just yeah. have to jump in. So, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask while you're here. Um, if, if we get into uh, sorry about uh, the, uh, that wasn't the an earthquake. If you're watching, yeah. yeah. Um, what size system did you guys start in with last name? Uh, four barrel system. Four barrel system. Yeah. So what are you guys brewing on now? Currently we're on a ten barrel system. Ten barrel system. Yeah. So that's a pretty big increase. So when you moved places, you, you upsized in your actually we kept or? pretty much the same brewing system that we had when we were down oh, really? there. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we only had 12-foot ceilings at our old place, wow. so we actually had to get our first 30-barrel tanks custom-made to fit under a 12-foot ceiling. Wow. Yeah, and uh, which looks kind of silly here, but oh, with 22-foot hey. ceilings, yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you, you're brewing on a 10-barrel system. And your fermenters are, are 30 barrels, I was saying? They range from 10 to uh, 30. We have 160 barrels per minute. So you're doing several brews to be able to fill that up. Correct. Yeah, we have to do three for the 30 barrels and six to fill this. Do you do that in one, in one day or two days? Uh, we'll do the 30 in two days. Yep. And the 60 takes us three days. Wow. That's a lot of work. So even though this started with Kurt, who's not here today, uh, tell us uh, on your perception, and, or, or if, I, if you think I was right, on what's coming through with the flavor profile on Pomona Queen. I think you hit it on the, you know, on the nail there. It's just uh, toffee. There's a bit of nuttiness. Yeah. Um, 
Victory Malt really is the, uh, the oh, shiny malt. Yeah, oh, man, it's beautiful. A little bit of crystal. Gives it some There's no Cara yeah. or anything in here? Uh, there's some Cara pills in there mm -hmm. just to give it a little bit of body and head retention. Yep. Um, that's about it. Sweet. Uh, there's, there's lots of crystal malt. You do crystal 60 in there. So the, let's get into how, how did the name come about for Pomona Queen? So Pomona Queen goes back a little ways. So, and I think it's all kind of based on you know the uh, competitions they used to have with the, uh, the uh, basically the Orange Queen. She'd be in like a bathing suit or whatever, and this was like way back. But if you look up at our wall, I at the wall, somewhere. let's see. Okay, maybe, I, can, I can move this. No, just a second. I don't no, see her. I don't see her. Hey, anyway, wait. Uh, that's original... okay. Spencer's gonna bring something over, probably. I think. Okay. The original Pomona Queen yeah. would, that we can find is actually an orange crate label from the 1920s. Oh, nice. And I think that's what uh, that's what Spencer's trying to find. If we find it, we'll show it. Yes. Um, and then, uh, oh, it's also on some of our coasters. Um, and yeah, you, can then... the, you can hear that uh, we are definitely in a flight pattern here as well. Oh yeah, right. Cable Airport. Um, and then. A uh, novel was written by, by a, a gentleman named uh, Kem Nunn uh, called Pomona Queen. It actually has the Orange Crate label on the front of it. Oh. Um, it's very, very funny, but very, very dark. And okay. it actually takes place in Pomona. Um, and so they're going up and down Gary Avenue. Oh, awesome. And, yeah, Spencer's going to hand, yeah. hand me the picture. So there if, we go. There's the Orange Crate label. If you guys want to see it, then you want to you go look, you want to go watch this again on YouTube. But you can see the Pomona Queen. Yeah, she looks. I mean, it's a. It's like she's, 1920s ish. Yeah, she's a flapper. She, she's a flapper, um, but she's got kind of a um, like. I don't know. It's a little bit of a dark, menacing look on her. He got uh, that right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not just yeah, the, it's not just her. the eyeliner. She and she looks no. like she could have done it. I'm not sure. But anyway, so um, yeah, go ahead and pass that in. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys also the uh, if you if you want to get the six pack. You know, there it is. They have the six pack. I'll just set that down. That's a nice. Little uh, prize, maybe I'll take it home. Um, yeah, that's not an earthquake again. Yeah, so, so at any rate, uh, yeah, that was a novel, and then uh, a uh, friend of ours who's the, in a band called the Claremont Voodoo Society. He's the he writes their songs. Uh, he wrote a song called Pomona Queen, which uh, really wasn't even loosely based on the novel. Okay. Um, and then my brother asked if he could name the song or his beer after that song. Okay. So it's kind of a, a beer named after a song, named after a novel, named after an orange crate label. And by the way, there's also a bed frame now called Pomona Queen. I don't know what that's all about. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully it makes you sleep yeah, better. <laughs> so if the Pomona, yeah, if the beer not doesn't work. Not if you're looking work, at that yeah. picture, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, no, she's very cute, but uh, that was a menacing kind of like, who done it, I did it thing. Um, so that's cool. So that's how we got into Pomona Queen, and they're going to be at the at the Global Flavor Fest. They're going to be making that into an ice cream, right? And so, actually, you know what? We'll, Spencer probably knows more about yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. We'll jump in, and now we'll jump we'll jump Spencer in for a second. Okay. While, while Andy good. steps out for a second, and he can tell us about that. I'm going to get you, Ryan. You can stay here close. Okay. Don't, yeah, I'm going to get you. Don't go too far away. Um, so Spencer, tell us. I, I know I'm jumping around on this thing. Yeah, yeah. No but tell us about the the ice cream. Yeah. And how that got kind of set up. Well, I actually kind of got set up um, last minute. Um, was name Steve from? Uh, I don't even have the, the name of this. Ice okay, we'll find out about the ice cream yeah. company here in a second. But basically, they reached out to you and said, "Hey, can we come and do an ice cream?" Yeah. And you said, "Okay, as long as it's with our beer." Pretty much, or, yeah. Or, yeah. So we're I, just gonna I like we it. supply the beer, they make the ice cream, and that's uh, that's all it's gonna so go. Are they, are they doing uh, on on site where they use the you know the 
the um, I forget the night not nitro the the, the cool the stuff what is that called uh, nit- nitro nitrous is it nitrous what is that no, no, I think they're dry ice dry ice <laughs> no, no, I think they're they're making it beforehand and they're bringing it they're bringing oh, they already okay. pre-mix ready to go okay. and ready to rock a little flip with whatever else they have in so they're just trying to get a keg and say we're going to yeah. make uh, some ice cream but we're going to drink a lot of this in the background <laughs> this is really tasty yeah so they, they asked for like 64 ounces and that makes a couple gallons of ice cream and yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the, that's not that much. Yeah. Okay. I would, they should ask for more. I know, right? They drink it. We'd have given it. They're, they're gonna they're <laughs> gonna have some on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so since we're so since we're back, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to to Ryan's segment brewing, yeah. but um, since we're back to global flavor fest and the ice cream, yeah. what else do you want to say about this coming together and how? Uh, last name. I know that Sarah said she reached out to you guys. You guys basically said, "Yeah, we're on board." And yeah, let's yeah. make this happen. Yeah. Um, so the our the big our big involvement with it is going to be the Pomona Queen Lounge. I don't know. If, did Andy already talk about that? No, or, please. Okay. So the Pomona Queen, the, uh, the beer, and the yeah. lounge. Let's so talk the about Queen Lounge. It's a one-time pop-up of uh, pop-up speakeasy um, speakeasy lounge. We're going to be taking over a storefront in downtown Pomona, and we'll be decorating it all with uh, Pomona Queen logo, Pomona Queen okay. posters, and uh, we'll have. Not just Pomona Queen, we'll have our uh, Ripley Rye panels, which I'll talk about in a minute, okay. and a couple of other beers that we're still deciding which ones we're going to bring. And uh, that'll all be paired with food that'll be prepared by, or they'll be made by um, a local local chef yep. who's going to be preparing food that kind of pairs with uh, pairs with our beer. And um, yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty sick. It's the first time I've ever done anything like this, so we're pretty excited to make this happen. So you guys are really promoting Pomona Queen. Yeah. At, yeah. at the Global uh, Flavor Fest. Yeah. Um, so, what? What's tell? I, I just need to hear a little bit more about this pop-up speakeasy. Is it going to be at the Global? Fl- this is afterwards. No, it's it's it'll be it'll be at the festival. The festival is going to be right in downtown Pomona and along First Street. And so we're uh, we're taking a storefront that's right on First Street. Ah. And okay. um, so it'll be kind of it'll be connected to the event. Um, so it'll be, the rest of it will be outside uh, in tents, and we'll be inside in a nice little air So that's, little, that's what I wasn't getting. So spot. I can actually yeah. leave the <laughs> festival without leaving the festival and yeah. sneak into a, a pop-up speakeasy yeah. and get get some nice little drinky drink on. Yeah, and it'll, like I said, it'll be one of the only air-conditioned spaces, probably, so oh, it'll be a good spot to hang that's out. That's nice. <laughs> okay, so I wasn't quite getting that. Yeah. So we've got the Pomona Queen speakeasy. Yeah. We've got the Pomona Queen beer, obviously. Yep. And then the Pomona Queen ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be kind of connected. Good, and it's the downtown historic Pomona, yeah. so it makes sense. Okay. Um, sweet. So, is there anything specific that we should look forward to? A drink or something we should look forward into? Uh, you know, in the speakeasy. Speakeasy. Well, obviously Pomona Queen. Um, but like I said, we're also going to be bringing out Ripley, which is our new uh, Ryan yeah. Pale Ale. Okay. We're gonna. Yeah. We're, yeah. Ryan's gonna talk about. Ryan's gonna talk more about that in a minute. But okay. yeah, that'll be any, there. Any other drink specialty? Are they making any? Beer cocktails, which I hope they're going to make, and if not, I'm inspiring uh, that right now. Well, so, you know, that's a good idea. We'll talk about it. I'll, okay. talk, to, I'll talk to Sarah. I'll, I will talk about that then. Yeah. So we need to do that. So let me let me jump Ryan in here. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you back. Um, I want Ryan to jump in here and talk about this beer since, since uh, as we're getting the earthquake, if you're watching this YouTube again. I, I didn't realize this table wasn't steady when we started the video. <laughs> there it is. a shim underneath. But you can see this. So this is the the Ripley. That's right. I want to say, you know, believe it or hop. <laughs> believe it, Ripley's believe it or not. No, Come on, a, that was a great pun. Anyways, uh, it's uh, it's uh, in space. No one can serve you beer. It's an alien's reference. Okay, yeah. it's an alien reference. Sort of an alien. So this is a, a an alien beer that I want to put in my mouth. 
So uh, that one's right here. Let me. Uh, I mean, they're uh, they're supposed to be probing us and stuff, right? If they if they're you know taking us, um, we won't get into those details. So tell us about Ripley and, and the inspiration. Uh, well, Ripley is a. Um, a rye pale ale, just in the most classic sense. Oh man, the spice in there, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you get the spice. Um, I used a real classic uh, Cascade hop in it just to give it that real classic flavor. Um, the inspiration really came from, there's a, a brewery um, out in jo uh, Arizona. Joseph James made a, a rye pale ale that just blew me away. And I was like, I'm going to make one of those. Um, so eventually I got around to making a recipe and, you know, here it is. <laughs> Okay, yeah. it's that simple. Yeah, it's so The simple. aliens took him up, he came back, and he made a beer. That's what happened. So yeah, we were, I was just trying to figure out a cool name. I've been sitting on Ripley for a while. I was like, screw it. Let's was it, it the Was it the style of beer or just the name? Oh, both. Uh, it, was the, it was the name. I've been hanging on to the name. Okay. Um, just waiting for the right beer at the right time. So what yep. inspired you with the with the hop profile and then rye? And just, I mean, I can tell you what uh, I'm getting. I get those nice spice notes. Yeah. There's definitely a definitely hoppy. I really just wanted to make a really classic kind of like a beer. resiny dankness sure. going on in there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of hops packed in here. There's actually I think about four pounds per barrel, which is pretty high for yeah. a pale ale. And it's all on the back end, so you don't get too much bitterness. You yeah. just get a lot of flavor profile. Oh man, the aromas. And that aroma, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that, that rye malt comes through. Um, and it's got a beautiful... Uh, yeah, no. I mean, honestly... If, it's if unfiltered. You, you can, I know, but you can almost <laughs> think that that was lager. If you're looking at it, if you didn't know at it, any it, better. It, yeah, exactly. And look at look at the legs on that glass, too. The lacings. Oh, yeah. The lacing that goes up on that is beautiful. Thank you. I mean... <laughs> uh, so I'm really enjoying that. That's definitely uh, like a it. nice... Uh, Thing for a hophead like me. It's definitely a hophead's favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was really surprised. We actually made it just as a as a as a one-off um, to you know do something for our festival that we do in January, our, our uh, anniversary party. Yeah. And uh, I did three beers that day. I think I did a um, a Belgian-style hazy IPA and this, and something else I can't remember. But this turned out to be the most popular thing, and uh, ended up- Surprise, surprise. And now it's in cans, we've got shirts, we've got glasses coming, like, really? it's, it's, it's been really cool. Um, I'm yeah. off camera, because my nose is running though. <laughs> I didn't expect a rye IPA or rye pale ale to become our next popular beer, so. I think, uh, cool. think rye is gonna come back in. I've always liked rye. Uh, I think also the fact that you get sure. um, a lot of rye whiskeys are popular now. So I think that people are used to rye where they used to not be. I mean, it, it was right. a, a point where people were really like, what's rye? I don't know what rye is. They would have that flavor and it, it's got um, it's got a, um, a distinct flavor profile yeah. since it's spice. It's very oriented. spicy. Yeah. And you it's know? it's not... And when you put that with the hops and you get that kind of resin baconess, I think people... Obviously, it takes people a while to become a hophead or really appreciate and enjoy IPAs sometimes. Right, exactly. And, and once they do, they um, they search out all the different kinds of IPAs, and, and a rye IPA, I would say, is like on the the you know least common end of the spectrum. I got There's you. not too many of them out there. There's a few around here, but you know. So you know, I, I think they saw rye and they went crazy. Let's try. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> oh no, I got rye in my eye because it's a it's a it's an alien thing. So where did you come up with the whole space part of that? I mean, what? I grew up, you know what, I grew up, ooh, I grew up and um, my... I need uh, to get like a shim under this this <laughs> table here. My grandparents were like obsessed with sci-fi, um, they were obsessed with Star Trek, Star Wars, all that crazy stuff, Twilight Zone, 
and in Aliens. So, and that made a difference? I, well, I just grew up. Well, I, I, I just. I, it's so, I grew up with sci fi, Star Wars, Star Trek, all that kind of stuff. So A lot of my beer names you'll notice are pop culture references. So, I'm like, I'm, I'm usually looking for a pop culture reference okay. when I name a beer. Cool. I think it makes it fun and relatable. Well, I mean, most um, of us grew up with that. We like beer now. and just yeah. be able to enjoy it, right? Sure. And, and you can take a look and see, oh, the brewer's into, you know, uh, whatever that reference is. So, yeah. Um, I think it just gives us personality and. and yeah. <laughs> cool. So I'm going to ask you, did you start as a home brewer? Um, no. No. How'd you get into brewing? I kind of fell into it. I was working as a restaurant manager at a brew pub um, not far from here in Rancho Cucamonga. And um, yeah, I became good friends with the head brewer there um, and said, hey, on your day off, you want to come in and help me clean or whatever? I said, sure. And yeah, the rest is history. Uh, about six months later, I got hired here, and that was seven years ago. So, wow. Yeah, that's pretty much. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> you look so young. I wasn't even. I know. It. I know. All right. We have these good jeans because I'm, I'm the same. You got here. great jeans. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Different color jeans because they're alien inspired <laughs> with the hops. So, um, so basically, then you just love your job. You just like making beer and talking. About I didn't. Beer. I didn't know, well, I never thought about it as, as something that you could do as an occupation. Yeah. I was ready to be a restaurant manager for the rest of my life. I was yeah. like, I'm making decent money doing Do you that. miss that? No. 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 Because you love making beer. I love making beer and also I hate service industry stuff. Oh, okay. So you're really a back of the house in the fact that you're making products. So you're not even, I don't even say back of the house, front of the house. You're basically, it's, it's sure. the side. There's, I always and tell people at the breweries, especially if there's, Food, but when there's a tasting room, there's a front of house, there's a back of house, and then there's a production side. Sure. And you're in the production side. Correct. Right? Yes. I run the production. Yeah. Side. And so you guys, uh, you guys obviously do beer here in house with a tasting room, and you can take cans and stuff. You guys do production and sell in distribution as well. Every yes, correct. Everything that we produce is on premises. Yeah. And we do um, we do have a lot of. Foreign restaurant accounts, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I know it's a ten barrel system. You got a, how many? How many fermenters? Oh, jeez. We've got. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen fermenters. Fourteen fermenters. We have six ten barrels. We've got seven thirty barrels and one. So I know this is a cold box behind us, and it's right. also your bar. But how big is the cold box? I don't Can know you the fit in there? Uh, do, you, do you have two cold boxes or just the one? No, this is just the one. Um, we're constantly fighting for space. I got you. That's what I figured. Um, that, that's a nice lot. size, but it's not yeah. giant. We've got a lot of bright tank space. Um, usually it's not enough, but we, we get by. I got you. We have to be very careful about what we take and when we take it. Cool. Otherwise, Well, obviously, you've been here long enough in seven years. You saw this whole patio come together and all this kind of thing. And you're involved with this. So, what do you think about the uh, local, global flavor? It sounds awesome. Or, no, sorry. Global <laughs> flavor, local. Global it's Flavor Fest. Global flavor I don't know fest. why. I don't know. Shoot me in the head, but that's what it is. Global <laughs> Flavor Fest. I'm um, mostly excited about the lounge. It sounds really super cool. Yeah. Um, speak easy. I know. Is yeah. that where we're gonna find you on Saturday? I really wish I could be there. <laughs> Are you not gonna be there? I can't make it. I'm what? gonna be. No, I'm going to Great American Beer Fest. Oh, GBF. <laughs> yes, this weekend. So you be at GBF. Yeah. Well, oh, someone's got to represent there. The too. next pop up, I promise, I will be there. Okay. And I would love to be. How many beers do you have uh, entered in GBF? Four. Four. Yeah, Ripley's in there too. Ripley's really in there. Hoping. 
Ripley and what else? Do you know? Uh, Ripley, we got our white ale in there, get witty with it, our blonde James Blonde, which is a Belgian style blonde ale. I haven't tried either one of those, I'm gonna have to uh, try them. <laughs> and our cream ale, which is is pretty decorated at this point. Awesome. Yeah. I wanted to go to GABF, everybody was asking me at the summit, are you going to GABF? And I thought maybe, and then I realized come back here and I'm like, no, I already committed to global flavor <laughs> fest. And that um, I can't be in two places at one time. I wish I could clone myself. Maybe the aliens can. And then I would be in places, but um, cool. Is there anything you want to say before I get, uh, uh, I think I'm going to grab uh, Spencer in here again. Um, but is there anything you'd like to say before you jump out of the picture? Not really. Um, not a ton. Just we're, uh, we've been working on doing a lot of canned stuff. Um, like you see, Ripley just came out. So um, we're, we're going to be looking to do uh, new stuff, maybe stuff, some old stuff that you, you, you know you already love. And you know we're just excited to get that out. I'm sorry. I'm like choking over my words right now. Ah, <laughs> that, that happens to the best of us. Uh, that happens to me all the time. The biggest, most exciting thing, I think, um, to keep your eyes open, Open for is our Nam de Femi release, which is going to be our barrel aged bottle release. Ooh, that sounds um, mighty good. Our first one is going to be a barley wine. Okay. Yeah, we're looking to look for it next next month. We don't have a date set. And what's yet. the series called? Uh, it's called the Nam de Femi. Nam de Femi literally means last name in French. Oh, it's or a Frenchy way to say your name. That's cool. So I have a last name too. It's Woodward. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you, my right, friend. And we're going to get Spencer in here. Cool. I love drinking with you guys and playing musical chairs. is pretty much what we're doing right now. And uh, I love that. So, Spencer, you're getting back in here. Um, what, what I do want to... Uh, I, I haven't asked Andy or Ryan, so I'll ask you... Um, we should give out the address here at, at, at Dale, or sorry, at last name. See, I'm doing that too. Oh, it's yeah. still in oh, my head, the last name. Right here. You should give out the address yeah. and the website. Yeah, so our uh, address is 2120 Porterfield Way, and that's in Upland, California. Yeah. And uh, zip code 91786, if I'm not mistaken. Basically, it's off the 10, <laughs> take Central all the way up to Foothill, make a left, make a right, and they're up in the, the industrial thing. Yeah. Um, but. Our website is uh, just lastnamebrewing.com. So last just, name, just brewing, like it yes. sounds, lastnamebrewing.com. I think I'm having like this weird like like back, back to the future <laughs> and here um, like like brain fart sequence today. Yep. But anyways, um, how long have you been here and got into marketing with last name? Well, actually, I've I've worked here in one capacity or another for about four years. I started out on the bottling line, just just. Putting, oh, oh. Be, putting beer in bottles. Yeah. Um, I've worked in dis I worked in distribution. I did I did uh, merchandising out on the store shelves. I've worked in the tasting room behind the bar, and um, I actually just graduated. I recently graduated. I went back to school and graduated uh, with a congrats. Yeah, with a um, uh, degree in photography. Okay. And so that as soon as I like two weeks before I graduated, the jump the marketing position opened up, and I, I jumped in because I'm good at good at making things look good, and um, I've, I've worked here for. Four years, and so I, I, I pretty much know the company as well as anyone who anyone else here does. So yeah, it's kind of. And then you got into marketing, and and now you're working with global. Flavor yeah, stuff. yeah, working in the capacity as the as a marketing coordinator here for last name. So um, you know, Sarah, will, we've been kind of coordinating on getting our social media posts up and yeah. uh, kind of get it, yeah, getting the word out. Because it sounds like since you guys are local and you're like the first brewery in, and you guys got yeah. the connection, that you guys really tried contacted everybody else and made things work together. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're um, kind of putting our, our brand power behind it to you know kind of keep get people in, give give it some recognition, get people in to awesome. hang out. Yeah, so, yeah. 
I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, it'll be good about uh, it. Are you going to find you at the speakeasy? Yes, okay. I will be the speakeasy. So I will be there. <laughs> I don't know who's at the speakeasy, I will but be I there. there. Yeah, no, I'll be there from the beginning to end. Okay. Um, yeah, help set it up. I, you know, I meant to ask Sarah, maybe I'll uh, have her come back in, but is this an all ages or just 21 and over? It's a family? It's a, yeah, 21 it's a, it's over. 21 it's 21 over. over. I needed yeah. to know that. I want to make sure that we don't want to get people, families are excited. Because <laughs> I, I was excited, but it's a 21 and up event. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be able to have all kinds of food and, yeah. and drink. Food, and there'll be wine, beer. Um, I don't think they're mixed drinks. Gin. Oh, there's gin. We have a gin company. We got a all gin right. company. <laughs> they might get something else. So we we might have a couple. Oh, which one? Pure View Gin. Pure View Gin. And maybe something else local, because I'm going to work on something else to have some whiskey there, my friends. Um, so, well, I mean, I know a couple locals, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, there was somewhere I was going to go with that, but I forgot what my thought was, but it'll come back. Um, I'm excited that this is, all, this is happening. Uh, you guys are promoting... You know the, the the valley here. Yeah, Pomona, Upland. Yeah, Claremont, Montclair, that whole thing. Yeah, this is our backyard, and you know we love it. Um, we are definitely an Inland Empire brewery. We're on an LA brewery. We're on a San Diego brewery. We are an Inland Empire. Inland brewery. Empire. Inland Empire. It's so. where I came from. The IE. <laughs> yeah. But I have to admit, I like the OC better. That's why. Oh, uh, you know. But my family's still in the IE, yeah. so my heart's still there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're, we're we're proud of where we're from, and yeah. But I do not miss the heat. Oh, I don't even miss the heat. I still live here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, yeah, you can't miss the heat when you're here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, what are you drinking right now? Because I think you oh. gave me a little taste of this, and we yeah. should talk about another beer yeah. since we're able to drink since we're in the brewery. Yeah, right now this is a, this is the uh, Celestial Jukebox, um, and it's mostly this is, of Sriracha Ace. Is it? I'm, yeah, it's so tropical and uh, citrusy in the nose. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of lemony, and an uh, uh, interesting lemony after. after yeah, that. Oh man, honestly, if I didn't know that was a beer, you might not know it's a beer. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. Um, it's kind of like the lemonade of a beer almost. Yeah, citra emerald and sriracha ace hops. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So you get the sriracha ace and the and the citra definitely bring that that lemony tropical yeah. kind of vibe. I, I do think the sriracha amarillo. The sriracha comes through. I think the strongest of anything in there. But yeah, yeah. Um, we've been getting. Even though we started as a lager brewery, we haven't gotten more into the, into IPAs, and uh, this is one of our four. This is definitely IPAs. a hazy. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you shouldn't be able to see through it. Yeah. So, but I, I literally would think that um, maybe I had a a really fresh squeezed lemonade if I didn't know any better. Yeah. That, again, that that's a sriracha ace. It really really comes through with the uh, that kind of lemony lemonade flavor. Wow. So what you guys don't know is. There's there's a dog fight going on outside the door. The owners are like, yeah, let the dogs fight. It appears to be a friendly fight. It's a friendly, yeah. It's just uh, a boxing match. Oh, one thing I, did, I didn't want to mention. A little since, distracting. Yeah, I didn't want to mention that. I did find the, the ice cream company's name. It's Blenderhead Ice Cream. Blenderhead. I yeah, do remember you saying that now, but yeah. I, off the top of my head, I couldn't remember. And they're out of um, they're out of Orange County. So, so. Blenderhead out of Orange County is going to come. They got the uh, the Pomona Queen. Yeah. And you're going to have that those toffee beer notes in the ice cream so I, I don't know if you guys uh, are, I have been a big proponent for years about cooking with beer oh, making yeah. food with beer pairing food with beer especially but making food with beer and I love that we do an ice cream uh, as I mentioned to Andy earlier as, as a home brewer and I've been going to the homebrew fest here in Southern California for 
uh, 10 years or something, that every uh, every afternoon that we have our festival, there's a stout release with a scoop of ice cream in it. Oh, yeah. And it's like one of the best things. So, And then there was a there was an old company that's not around anymore. It's called Steve's Ice Cream. I should have talked about this with Andy when it's on. But, <laughs> but, uh, but they, they made my favorite, which is, uh, they made this um, Beef Bar Crunch is one of my Ooh. favorites there. But they also made this this vanilla ice cream that was uh, swirled and infused with a stout yeah. and chocolate-covered pretzels, Ooh, and that, that was like the delicious. best ice cream, and someone should bring that back. Yeah. Maybe I should bring it back, because I haven't seen anyone do that. <laughs> but um, but it's amazing stuff. But I like that you guys are doing that and working with some people do. Do you guys work with other restaurants to infuse uh, beers in, in, in their food or anything like that? Um, yeah, it's actually a perfect time to talk about another event we have coming up. It's actually this, the day right after Global Flavor Fest on Sunday. We're going to be doing a fish fry. We, we work at the food truck at the Big Easy Sandwich, okay. and they're here six, uh, six days a week, every day but Monday. Okay. And um, Which we, is today. That's yeah. why they're not here. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're here today. That's why I went to the hat before I came here. Uh, really. Yeah, it's a good spot to go. Oh, man. Pairs well with our food. But on Sunday, they're gonna be, we're going to be doing a fish fry, and they're going to be using um, the, they're going to be battering, the, it'll be a beer battered fish, and they're going to be using our, uh, we have a lemon lager, so they'll be battering with a lemon lager, Ooh. and um, and also I think they're using Pomona Queen in, in, nice. the, in the beer batter. So yeah, we've been, we've been I might have you. to come back out hey, on yeah, Sunday. You're, you're more than welcome. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, come hang out with us. That sounds okay. awesome. Yeah. So is it uh, fish and chips or a fish fry? Or uh, what? Fish fry, so it'll be, it'll be like, yeah, fish and chips, and then uh, lots of a fish taco, because... Um, Love fish yeah, taco. Big easy. They so do like the good. old way, where like you go down to Mexico, they, yeah. they fried that puppy and put yeah. in that taco. It'll be it. But cat, it was cabbage, no lettuce. Cabbage, yeah. right? Yep. Okay, yep. good. That's like the, the true yeah, no Baja way. Cabbage. It, it'll, be, it'll be delicious. And they have kind of a uh, New Orleans spin on their fries, so it'll be, it'll okay. be uh, uh, yeah, Cajun fries and... Uh, Cajun fries, a slice of watermelon, and of course, um, if you buy the tickets ahead of time, you can get those through lastnamebrewing.com. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, um, so that's to Sunday now. Yeah, that's on Sunday. Sunday for the fish fry. Yeah. So, you know, come to boat. Yeah. That um, sounds amazing. Yeah. And uh, like you got me on that. I'm like, what? Yeah. And the, the ticket does include a, a your first four beer. So. Oh, so there's tickets for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought they showed up. But you well, buy a ticket we'll and some, you get a beer and yeah. some, some food. Yeah, and we'll walk. We'll, we'll accept walk-ins too. Yeah. So you just just sure. show up on. Uh, you can buy a ticket here, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll but, just, we'll but, but 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 be, be sure that maybe they'll sell out. Who knows? Yeah. You, you, you get know? it early. Get it often. Go get it there <laughs> at lastnamebrewing.com. Yeah. Um, but that's cool that they're going to take that and mix it together. Yeah. And uh, that sounds tasty. Yeah, we're, we're trying to do more things with with, uh, with our food trucks. We're going to do more pairings like that where they where they come in and bring like some, bring a big meal. We did a we did a shrimp boil like last month and uh, this uh, or two months ago, and uh, we're doing the fish fry this month. And we're not sure what the next event is going to be, but we're going to be doing something else where it's a, a food and beer pairing kind of kind of thing. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, is there anything you want to say about last name or about Global Flavor Fest before I ask uh, Ryan to come back in and taste some beers with me, or yeah. maybe Ryan and Andy? Yeah. Um, um, so I think um, I mean, we really hit, the, hit everything we want to hit about uh, Global Flavor. Um, yeah. Come to the Pomona Queen Lounge. That's going to be the big draw. I think. Well, I, I'm biased, but I think it's going yes. to be the big draw. I think draw. the whole thing's a big draw. <laughs> I mean, there's I, a lot of cool stuff. I do there. need to ask Sarah. Originally, they were talking about maybe having. Um, you know, belly dancers and that kind of stuff too. Yeah, that's a big international, uh, global flair, and that'd be fun for me to, to watch. Um, yeah. So we'll have to check on that. But um, I know that there's going to be a whole lot of entertainment, uh, and now I know there's an, a, a DJ from Israel, and we're going to have a lot of uh, artists and food and and uh, drinks. So that's yeah. 
pretty amazing. Yeah, really, you sh you show up hungry and you leave not hungry. Yeah, no, and this is, I, I, I didn't want to make that point, but I'm going to make that point. All the food is included in this. If you yeah. didn't pick up on that, it's unlimited food and drinks. So there, and, and you can break it up to beer and wine yeah. and a spirit or two. Um, <laughs> and then food, and you can go and taste your way Around Basically the around the globe. Yeah, yeah, taste around, around the globe. So that's kind of the whole point. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what it's going on, Sarah? We're going to taste our way around yeah. the world? Tasting our way around the world. Yeah. Uh, around the globe. Around the globe. Uh, no, tasting. I'm just saying, I'm making yeah. a comment, if you want to jump in on my shoulder here, is that, that the whole thing with Global Flavor Fest is that you can come in and, and taste your way around the globe. So you're going to have all these different types of food. But I was trying to make the point that, that this is one of the rare festivals that when you pay for it, it's it, food is included. It's exactly, unlimited taste. Exactly. So yeah, there's gonna be unlimited samples of different foods. So there's gonna be um, Ethiopian food, Eritrean food, tamales, there's vegan Mexican. There's all kinds of different places. And there's local Pomona restaurants. There's the Rookery Ale House in Pomona. Well, that's right. We didn't mention the Rookery. Um, the Rookery is gonna be there. Yeah. Isn't there. There's some kind of special thing with the Rookery. Uh, I can talk yeah. about that. We can so the Rookery is in historic storefront in downtown Pomona, and they are actually going to be the storefront that's going to transform into the Pomona Paint Lab. Oh, I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying Exactly. That. And the Rookery Alehouse, they have over 18 different beers on tap all the time, including last night Brewing's beers, okay. as well as European beers, Belgian beers. They have a full menu. They're open for lunch and dinner. So they're like a really great place to go and hang out and have good food and good beer and good company. So if you're not able to drive or not wanting to drive after the fest, you could stay at the Rookery once the pop-up is done. It's, right? it's a good spot to hang out. That sounds like a good deal. And, and, and I'm going to say, if you guys go there at any fest you go to, I just came back and had a really great time, uh, at, and so did Sarah this weekend at the OC Brouhaha, and they just kill it every time. Great people. Love Cameron and, and Tiffany and, and everybody in the crew there, Armando and everybody. Um, but, uh, you know, be wise, take an Uber or a Lyft or have a designated driver. Plan, plan, plan your way to and from a fest, okay? Um, it's just smarter. And always always drink some water in there. But this is one where I was talking to people to eat some food, but you've got all this way. You can go taste and find out what you like. And I think Ethiopian food is amazing. We haven't had it in a while, but it, 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 some of it, especially the bread, is a little bit of a different texture. So, you know, you can. Yeah, yeah. So you can get to try it and see if you like it or not. I think that's a really cool thing. I'm really looking forward to being able to try a lot of different foods. I don't normally get don't normally get to try. Yeah. yeah. Are, are we having any dancing? I know we mentioned possible. Is that possible or no? Um, we'll have to happen? see what the DJ is bringing with her. She okay. I'm going to have to reach out on someone else on something on it too. See if we can get some things worked yeah, out. Yeah, I think that's um, a great idea. I think I'm going to make a couple phone calls this weekend. Totally. Uh, and, and you know, you can take up public transportation. This is on the Metrolink. Oh, so oh, if you yeah. don't want to drink and ride, you live anywhere in the Metrolink. Because even oh. downtown LA, all the way inland. I'm right next to the Metrolink 